Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry, Toyota. Let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. All right, I'm ready to go. Water. Water pipe broke. Ten no, seconds no. away. Shower this morning. You can come shower at my house, Elliot. I would mm. love to. Five seconds away. Cold open. <laughs> Cold shower. <laughs> David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. Available as always on Stitcher, iTunes, and NFL.com slash Shaq. S-H-E-K, Shaq, If my voice sounds urgent, it's because I feel like we had to get into Studio 66. Maximum strength! As quickly as possible, and it comes with an apology today because we didn't do an early week podcast reviewing week 10. I was, I'm trying to think of the word or words that uh, describe my feelings based on the response I got from you on Twitter, on Facebook, and elsewhere. There was anger, and as a result, I feel bad and embarrassed that we didn't deliver an early week podcast to you. On the other hand, I was humbled and pleased to hear that anyone cares that we didn't do a podcast. So it's a mix of emotions. Let's break that down. We have a lot to kibitz about here. In fact, one of the guys sit- sitting here in Studio 66 right now with me, and I were just talking about the water shortage here in Southern California. Is it wrong? Well, I'll ask the question of everybody right here. Anyhow, we didn't do an early week podcast. Let me go back to that point and say we didn't do that because we were busy toiling me and black tie behind the glass on the next episode of DDFP TV available for you on NFL Now. Look for it. Black tie behind the glass. People seem one of the things I've been hearing, one of the critiques is how do you find it on NFL Now? Where is the DDFP TV starring or our our special guest this week, Elliot Harrison? Who? How do you find this? Well, it's going to stream every Thursday moving forward for the rest of the season at 4 p.m. Is well, that right? If we don't get canceled. Every Thursday? Every Thursday. Really? That is right. Yeah, leading up to the CNF that. game, you know? And um, from that point on, it'll also be available in segments on NFL Now. And it's going to be part of the NFL Now originals when you – on the homepage of NFL Now. So look for, when you go to NFL.com, to NFL Now, look for the tab that says Originals. NFL Now Originals, correct. All right, done and done. Or you catch it, catch it live at 4 p.m. Now, one thing well, I do want to say. I, gotta make a, I made a mistake. 4 p.m. Pacific, which is 7 p.m. Eastern. All right, week 11 is here. We need to look ahead to all those games, start picking them with our Red Challenge flag segment. Elliot Harrison, Handsome Hank will be in here to do those picks for you, or in fact, spoiler alert, they're already in here. Um, but real quick, though, Black Tie, the one discussion that we, you and me were having before the show started, you said, if we're also doing DDFP TV every Thursday, do we also need the podcast? I feel we do. I think we should be doing a podcast or two. Let's, let's, let's take a vote of the room, at least here, and uh, we'll start off by saying hello to a man who, as we speak, is quite nervous because we're recording on Thursday afternoon a few minutes away from kickoff 
the Dolphins and the Bills. I really feel like whoever loses this game is pretty much out. That's not that bold a prediction. Here he is, like I say, all the way from London, England, ready to cheer on his Dolphins. Tonight, it's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. Hello, Handsome. How are you? I'm okay, thank you, Dave. Oh, why only okay? Well, I, th- I, 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 I wow. thought, I, thought I could okay. smell my own fear. Yes. about tonight's game, but actually it turns out Elliot's water pipes are broken and, and there's a little <laughs> bit of a stench <laughs> drifting from where, he, where he's sitting. But so I, I'm not afraid. It turns out I'm not afraid and I'm looking forward to tonight's Thursday night game, but I, I am slightly afraid of sitting next to Elliot with this, the whiff, the small, the aroma. Yeah. Of, uh, obviously not actually not fear as well. It's, it turns out it's body odor. Studio 66 maximum strength is, isn't is that big a room, and right. yet that stench hasn't made its way over to my side oh, it will. of the desk. Yeah, it's inevitable. Maybe we He's need some. He's tried to mask it with cologne, but it hasn't worked. <laughs> we need some sure maximum strength under his pits, at least, to cover that stench up. All right, let's say and hello so to him begins. now. Yeah, here he is. <laughs> Ready to, uh, off of his uh, power rankings, obviously you can find those on NFL.com. His weekly picks are there. Go to NFL now. He and I actually are going to be doing, he's not just a guest on um, DDFP TV. He and I are also doing, I think, one of my very favorite things we could possibly do. Looking back at old games, the original broadcasts and sort of, uh, you know, anybody who cares about NFL history or who grew up watching football, and I assume if you're listening to me right now, you probably are a football fan. You will enjoy the look back at games from the 80s, the 70s, the 90s. It's Elliot Harrison. What's the poop, fella? What's up, man? Well, you and I are going to be doing it for NFL Now and Then. Uh, today, so now and then, cool. that's, that's what, what we call that's it. Cool. That's, that's a cool be... title. <coughs> yeah, one okay. Now and now and then. If we've, if I get you, it. If you're uh, on the app, you've seen a couple of the cool ones we did, comparing Andrew Luck to Roger Staubach, and we did a great one with Willie McGinnis reliving the fourth and goal stop uh, in 2003. But uh, I know you were going to bring this up, you know, the fact that I haven't showered. But Dave, I'm taking the one day a week not showering challenge because of our drought in SoCal. There's a day that I work from home most of the day. Is that were you going to ask? Is that bad? Yeah, I think you're a real patriot to do something like that. And I and I I think so. To be a patriot, what in uh, the 21st century, not washing. That's uh, I, you know what in my home, one policy that I have enacted with mixed results is the if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. Mm-hmm. Other people in my home will not abide by this. Who's right in this case? I start with you, Hanson. I, I agree with you. Uh, and really, my, my, you can you can you're, you're cool with uh, yeah, making yeah, your water. And, and, and I encourage my children not to. My children, I've I've I at one point have obviously brainwashed them to flush, mm-hmm. but now I say, eh, you know, and they'll often invite me to come and have a look. How about this one? And I'll be no, no, that's fine. If it's very yellow, then I say flush it. But if it's just if they've just passed water, I think as they say, come have a look, daddy. Yeah, it's like that. They want that a is... ruling. It's like it's almost like going throwing it back to Dean Blandino at the officiating um, center. Like there they'll, should they'll be. Call me in. Where would be the nerve center for uh, for overseeing baby deci- or children decisions like this? Whoever it is, you we, we have to go to. We I feel have like to go there'd to be the... a lot of inconclusive evidence yeah. on that one. <laughs> I can't overturn. Yeah. Also, the problem is if they have flushed it, I'm not bringing it back. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is one of the. <laughs> I can't overturn that one on the field. I'm sure it won't surprise you, handsome. You're not alone in that. That right. is that is something that you don't really mix into the equation when you are about to have a child is that uh, over the uh, you know ensuing three to six years that uh, that you will often be reveling in um what uh, what comes out of your child you yeah. know your your you know your the the disgust level goes away you know you think oh i could never but you know it's kind of like oh yeah so i got some of his uh his output on right, my arm there fine. so be it give the me one, a, the thing give that me one i find wipes. weird and this has happened to all of us in the room is that i carry my my uh, four nearly five year old son at night before i go to bed i'll lift him out of his bed and and stand him in front of and and you know he will he'll go he, he's fast asleep the, the whole way through but he, somehow he knows that i've pulled down his little pajamas and and i'm asking him to to pee that's happened to all of us we don't have any recollection that our parents probably for several years carried us out of bed and yeah. and and made us make water 
uh, whilst whilst our eyes were closed. It's an um, odd, odd feeling. That's just a few years ago for Drew Staten. He, he's, a ter- <laughs> he's a terrific boy, uh, Handsome Hank's little boy, except for the fact that, we, we, you know, we're going to jump into the picks here, so we have to deal with that. But Handsome Hank has an ongoing issue with his uh, his young boy who has a whip on him, too. He can throw the football. He That's aspires true. to be a football man, I feel, at some point in his life. The only issue is... He has not embraced Handsome Hank's football team. He doesn't like the Dolphins. In fact, he says he likes the Jets, and now he also likes another team, right? He likes also the... He, well, he's discovered that um, he his name is Ronald, Ronnie, and uh, he likes teams who have someone sure. called Ronnie on it, which is understandable. He likes the Chargers because Ronnie Brown now plays for them, although I don't, I'm not sure he's he's seen much action. Ronnie Hillman, is a new, he's a new... Uh, supporter of so Imagine the Broncos that. are now the Cowboys, but worst of all the Jets. He for some reason likes the Jets. Yeah, you know what, man? Right. I was just gonna say too, just to, before we get off this. You know, it, I think it's past the the point of being a political issue anymore. I mean, people are worried genuinely about the water supply and and climate change and stuff like that. And I think that anything that anybody can do to conserve water is a really smart thing. And we don't sit there and give out political messages on our Twitter and stuff like that. But, again, I, I think this is just a world thing that we all have to be cognizant of. If you could see me, I'm doing a slow clap, and then we're all going to stand up and cheer. Elliot, do we, we need one of those NBC, Elliot, the more you president. know. Do, 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 hey, do. man. Very nice. Do we have done. any stats on the water shortage and how we can <laughs> yeah, help? No well, let's kidding. say hello. You said earlier, handsome. Everyone in this studio is familiar with uh, with what it's like to be around a little kid. I don't know if he is because he himself, like uh, E.H. just said, still well, not too far removed from being a little kid. It's Drew Statton from the NFL Media Research Department joining us. To uh, he's he's he always brings. He doesn't just share stats. He does it with a bad statitude. How are we, Drew? I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'd like to know, E.H. What's I see your... you've brought your usual energy. Yeah. What, what's your What's your stance on evolution? Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you Do you side with Kurt Schilling, or are you going to you well, take what, the I'm strong already, stance? I'm already taking it on the chin. Five minutes in here. Why? What's the What? I tell you what. Why is that an attack on you? That's my no stance attack. on evolution is uh, I I believe in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, now that we got all your <laughs> yeah. all your leanings out of the way. I'll, well, I am also I'm also a little disappointed to know. I mean, Hank, were you offered an opportunity to be on uh, NFL Now and Then with with Dave and EH earlier this week? Well, what I no? Why no. were you? No, no. Mm. I mm. will say with that proper handsome, water supply, cream always rises to the top. I, well, uh, I guess maybe we we're you. not wearing enough makeup to be allowed to do that kind oh, of thing. Cookies. Handsome Hank though is uh, is also pays us a visit here for DDFP TV. I was we indispensable in that segment. I feel like if <laughs> if I hadn't been there, none of that would have been able to happen. It's too bad we're not shooting. That is a dynamite shirt you're wearing. Thanks, man. Look That's at the that. best. Everybody's wearing checkers today. Although they still decided to not go undershirts, even though we scolded them a couple weeks ago. You're we either did? an undershirt guy or you're not. I, yeah, not. undershirt, long, button down. I mean, I made a transition about only 18 months ago to eschew the t-shirt hmm. underneath. Yeah, look at that. Now I'm, I'm a, I go. You're part of the, under- you're part of the tribe now. I guess, but I also, as the weather dips ever so slightly below 70 degrees here in Southern California, that feels like reason enough for me to to don one of my old, uh, uh, what do they call them, thermal Mm. shirts. I like wearing those white thermal shirts. Keeps me nice and cozy in the winter months, you know? Isn't that kind of a club kid thing to wear the white thermal under the t-shirt? Club kid thing? Yeah, we're not club. I don't even know what defines a club kid. You know, like the little trendy trendy kid thing is to wear the thermal underneath the t-shirt at all times. With sneakers, even if it's freaking 95. If I started a trend among the club kids, so be it. Now, speaking of club kids, I guess Justin Bieber would be one of them. Yes. He's he's evil, as we learned this past week, for what he did to the Steelers. And his powers are so great, I'm sad to report, that it even felled Football Baby. And at the time of this recording, is Football Baby going to stand up? If you haven't seen Football Baby yet, I encourage you, nay, demand. You go on to the Google, go on NFL.com. You will track down Football Baby and see his remarkable run. It came to an end because Justin Bieber cursed the Steelers, who Football Baby picked. Will Football Baby make Week 11 picks at the time of this recording, as I was saying? I just don't know. All right, let's put that bit of ugliness behind us, and we'll see if Football Baby's up to it. But right now, let's do it, fellas. Let's get in. To the Red Challenge Flag Pick Segment. Red 
Is this the best collection of games that we've had uh, this season? It's pretty good. It's pretty. It's pretty good. Too strong a statement. I mean, yes. I know. Nobody was very excited. Way to by take that. the hard line I'll do there, it again. Was this a great? Co- is this a great collection of games upcoming? Yeah. I preferred last week. <laughs> <laughs> They're but great games. Some great Patriots games. and Colts is dandy. Eagles with Sanchez against uh, Aaron Rodgers, red hot. By the way, blowouts. I I, uh, I pointed this out. I, I know the world is uh, is already aware of it, but it is really remarkable, and I don't know exactly what to make of it. Obviously, we saw Eli Manning win a Super Bowl and Joe Flacco win the Super Bowl and Russell Wilson, who has not reached his prime yet. And so it's clear, and we've talked about it, that the notion that you need to have a top six or top eight quarterback in order to win a Super Bowl is jive, but it's we're really pushing the... Uh, the borders of uh, of what is possible here in 2014 with the collection of guys that are under center on first place teams right now. You have like, you know, I mean, I, the Alex Smith story mm-hmm. as he's coming on now with that team. But I mean, starting, look at the guys. Mark Sanchez is overseeing a first place team this week. You have Brian Hoyer, of course, doing that. You have, in the meantime, you have guys like Jay Cutler and RG3 and Joe Flacco are in last place. That's a little unfair to Flacco, given that uh, they're, you know, they happen to be in a really rugged division right now. But facts are facts. Anyway, you look around. Really, what do, what do you make of this, EH? That that there are this many teams getting by, or in fact thriving. And and, and of course, uh, I left out the Arizona Cardinals there, and the, now they have Drew Stat uh, Stanton. That's where your name yeah. came from, Drew Stanton. Did you ever realize that the name Drew Stanton comes from Drew Stanton? Did you ever did you ever figure that out? Well, I did put that together when we did were you? also playing around with um, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, you know, glad Drew Stanton. I was able to put those together. Out. Yeah, especially yeah. if he goes to the Super Bowl, like people are saying. What do you think about all this, Eh? Uh, you know, I I think that the competition is so razor thin now that you don't have to have a great quarterback to win, which would almost seem um, counterintuitive. Exactly, that was the word I was looking for. Thank you, but. Uh, you know, you take you used Alex Smith as an example. <clears throat> I did some research on Alex Smith versus Russell Wilson and found that against the Blitz, Alex Smith has over 100 passer rating, and on third down, he's seventh in the league. Well, to me, that's really, that's really what you need from your quarterback. When is he good under pressure? And by pressure, I don't mean like literally a guy hanging on him, but when he knows that he's going to have pressure up the middle or, or blitz pressure, and it's third down. And... It's interesting that Russell Wilson was 24th in both both categories in the league. And to me, I think it's more about what quarterbacks do situationally than what they're doing overall as a whole. I think we're going to find more and more that all this passing and stuff does not lead to winning at all. Uh, I think there was a time when the more productive quarterbacks were, uh, the better their teams did. I think that was happening in the mid-2000s. I think that is no more. And I think the Seahawks, the way they won last year and the way Bill Parcells uh, won his two Super Bowls with the Giants are going to become the blueprint for winning going forward. Well, listen, you know, that's another thing that uh, we've talked about quite a bit. Yeah, Tom Brady is in the mix and Peyton's in the mix and uh, those guys perennially. But again, look at the teams that have been playing in those Super Bowls and winning them. The Giants were a run first team when they Mm -hmm. beat the Patriots. The Niners during this legendary run that they've been on that – by the way, spoiler alert, I don't think they're going to the playoffs this year, and I don't think the Seahawks are going any uh, to the playoffs either. Um, you'll find out more about that if you go to watch the DDFP TV on NFL now. But anyway, point is, t- and the Ravens won the Super Bowl running the ball. These had, the Seahawks are a run first, were a run-first team last year. It's a, Yeah, if you can pound the ball, that's what counts in January. Obviously, it's hard to argue with that. E, uh, uh, handsome, do you buy that – the Cardinals are still in this thing. Do they still win the division? Do they have any shot come January with Drew Stanton under center? I think they they, they have to adapt their offense to fit Drew Stanton. I think it's lucky that it's happened to them it's, to some extent, A, after he's played a couple games mm-hmm. in place of Carson Palmer already this season. So he's had that. He's That's had a the, big difference for us that we haven't written right. the Cardinals off. If if we didn't see Drew Stat- Stanton, it's so hard to say Stanton instead of let's Stanton. Just, let's stick with Stanton. If we hadn't seen him earlier in the year, I bet you we would all right. be well. That's it for the Cardinals; they're done. But right, exactly. Um, but then you know, that, I think I think you're right in saying that yes, a rugged running game is what helps, but also that a tough defense, and and they have those two things, or they have the, right. at least the potential to do those two things. I think 
I, I think it probably makes you think where where you could easily predict the Cardinals would be in at least the NFC Championship game. I think it makes you think when it comes to a January game on a on a on a Saturday or a Sunday, will he have the 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 nouse, the moxie mm-hmm. to uh, to the get moxie. through that game? Is that a, is that a word? You uh, guys that use? is. I that love is. the but word. Will moxie. he have the word? Will he have the moxie to get it get against another you know division winning playoff type team? I have a bit of trivia for you, by the way, before we get into these games, because if I ask you when we get into one of the games, it'll it'll give it away. So Drew Statton and I were doing this kind Drew of Drew Statton or Drew Stanton. Drew Statton. Okay, and I, just to be clear. Yes. We're doing uh, doing some research, and we, we wanted to figure out who was the most disruptive defensive player in the NFL. Mm. We did minimum 200 snaps, so this had to be more than just a part-time guy. Disruptive in what sense? Well, that's what we're going to define it. Interceptions, forced fumbles, fumble recoveries, sacks, quarterback knockdowns, and tackles for a loss. Anything that was a negative play for the offense. Tackles for a loss, forced fumbles, fumbles recover- recoveries, interceptions, a quarterback sacks and quarterback Well, then by the nature, the nature of the positions that de- would de- dictate that in my book. I mean, you would rule it, out a nose tackle because they're not going to have stats true. in any other area. True. Other than it's just they one measure. They get a pick from time to time. They get sacks. I suppose. I, say, I would say it's either a safety or, or, or an OLB. First of all, I'd okay. say it's an OLB or a safety, and I will say it's Earl Thomas. Okay. So – did you bring the uh, yeah, spreadsheet? Yeah, I have okay. So I want to ask you that – I'm going to give you a hint, too, in the trivia because we wanted to – So obviously at, I'm wrong. Yeah, I gave you my yeah. guess already. Well, I'm going to tell you that if you added up aggregately who had the most impactful plays, it's J.J. Watt because you have knockdowns, sacks, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if you did it per snap, per his time on the field, and we did minimum 200 plays, you had to play in at least 200 plays, the most impactful defensive – Can I take a guess? He already told you. The most impactful <laughs> defensive player – Julius Peppers. Is in the division that you watch the most. It's in the AFC North. Can you guess who the most impactful defensive player per snap in the NFL is? Well, now it's embarrassing. It's hard. No, I wouldn't get get it. I mean, Drew, would you get it? definitely wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it. Great player, a very good player, but he's just not a guy that you think of, and then you're like, oh, yeah, he's pretty good. All right, who is it? Lay it on me. uh, uh, Elvis Dumerville. Ah. He's had – of those categories that uh, Elliot laid out, 38 and a half of his 357 plays, so over 10% of his plays have been Either what Elliot fumble, Yeah, a, but a that deserves the asterisk because he's gotten to play twice against Marcus Gilbert and humiliate him twice. He, <laughs> he, I think he made that's, that a, that's two, a good point. I think he made 273 uh, plays Gilbert against Corlett. <laughs> yeah. And how do your how do your uh, yeah the right tackle for the Pittsburgh Steelers who is wildly overpaid. And your Pittsburgh Steelers James Harrison number two on that list. What? Yeah. Well, that's a the, the, that's a small sample. But size. he has he's he's, he's been brilliant. The the last thing that was really interesting on this was that Henry Melton, the Cowboys free sure. agent signee, ranked one spot ahead of Demarcus Ware. And Marcel Darius is in that top. And Marcel yes. Darius, Darius well. there, too. Um, but uh, so, but as we jump into the picks here, it's funny, though, the, another recurring point on DDFP is that we get very swept up, or at least I think that uh, I, I know I try to avoid this, but if you watch NFL media or you listen to the fans about things, everybody reacts crazily to whatever just happened and nothing before it matters. And all, all the, the previous week defines everything. And if you pick a team who lost the preceding week, then you're insane. You're picking that team. How about Andy Dalton now? We're talking about these quarterbacks and whether or not they can win. It's funny that it's like, oh, I think Drew Stanton could make a run here. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, who knows? I think uh, Mark Sanchez can keep the Eagles in this mix. And yet the Bengals are finished because of Andy Dalton. True or false, handsome? I don't believe the Bengals are finished because of Andy Dalton. I, nope. I mean, I think that is a huge overreaction. I'll say you, EA. I, I, I completely agree with you on that. And you made that point, uh, you made it a couple times this year about the Chiefs, that everyone buried them week one. And like, literally, there was right. no way they were going to do anything this year and, and look at them. It's it, it really is remarkable what they're doing, given their defensive losses to start the season. The fact that they started the season without any pass catchers. Once again, Dwayne Nobody Bogue. can figure out why they let Brandon Flowers go, all that stuff. I mean, Kelsey's, uh, you know, has really emerged, and I keep saying he is Rob Gronkowski in a uniform. He even wears the wrist, he tapes his wrists the same, wears the gloves the same, wears the same number and everything else. All right, let's get into it then, fellas. The Red Challenge flag segment, and we're going to start off with Andy Dalton's team, a big one for them and the team that they will face in the Superdome. 
the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to start with you on uh, on this one, Handsome. Um, this is a tough one. It is a tough one. I'm going to give this one to the Saints. All right, EH. I am. Uh, I'm going to have to pocket that challenge flag. I, I agree with that. I just I don't see the Saints losing two in a row at home. If I am, I'm I'm taking the weak way out here. I'm just going home field advantage right. on this. But this is a really strong home field advantage. I agree with that. I think the Saints are going to win the game. The thing to look out for, though, is that you, you you follow the template that the 49ers laid out last week, early in the game especially. Jeremy Hill, you know, it would be nice, obviously. I, I know uh, that, uh, that the Bengals would prefer to have Gio Bernard ready to go for this game. But the fact that it's going to be Jeremy Hill and – some guys rise, they play better for what it's worth when they're playing in front of the, the home crowd, you know, the, the, their point. family and friends. Jeremy Hill's an LSU kid, mm-hmm. you know. I, I could see him. Some, some guys crumble under that pressure. They have, hey, you know, Jeremy Hill has 100 uh, friends and family in the stands, and then they fumble three times, you know. Mm-hmm. But if he is extra motivated, and by the way, more practically, they have a good offensive line, they're built to play defense and pound the ball. I could see them going in there and but, winning. The, I'm taking the Saints. But, but. You, you say they're built to do it. The, the, and, and you'd think that the right recipe for beating the Saints would be keep the ball away, pound the ball with a mm. guy like Jeremy Hill, and then play strong defense. But we haven't – that Bengals defense is now one of those ones that has the legacy of yeah, right. going, yeah, strong defense. But actually, in reality, and we saw it on Thursday night last week, they don't have a strong defense, and particularly vulnerable against the pass, which Drew Brees is going to be doing all day with you know that that huge arsenal of weapons totally, he has. Totally agree. And to your point, Dave, you know the way the 49ers hit him is they hit him with Frank Gore, Frank Gore, Frank Gore. Then boom, they bring Carlos Hyde in. Mm-hmm. Gio Bernard has not been healthy. He's not playing. So so now you're just looking at Jeremy Hill sure. doing it. And, I, you know, I'm just not so sure that they're going to be able to, to – Well, and like then that. it goes back to the Andy Dalton thing. They do still happen to have A.J. Green, who's – if he's 100%, which I don't know that he is, but if he's anything close to that, you would, you'd like to think that he could, uh, he could make some plays along with all those other nice uh, pass catchers that do, they have. Do you get the impression that Andy Dalton – I mean, we have – and I don't want to overreact about him, but he's probably like a butt-fumble-type performance away from being – swept out of Cincinnati in the same way that Sanchez people were like I can tolerate this guy yeah he makes mistakes whatever and then suddenly there was like the the coin flipped or the whatever happened and suddenly the momentum went the other way and it was like let's get this guy out of here I mean he needs one signature terrible performance it's a perfect the, the the analogy is perfect in that like the Jets, the Bengals have made the playoffs the last few years, just like when Mark Sanchez right. in his first couple of years. But there is a sense of lower expectations. You want these things to happen if you're the Jets or Bengals. But I wonder how many divisions or how many playoff appearances you can have and not get to the Super Bowl before the fan base. You know, if it's yeah, I, I'll go. I'll turn it to the Pittsburgh Steelers. If they had a quarterback that was just uh, you know play, having those bum performances like Andy Dalton's had out there, and I know that Ben Roethlisberger didn't have his best day throwing the ball against the Jets, but it's not on that level of uh, of putridity, if that's a, a word. I don't know, but you know, I, right? I think that Mark Sanchez and Andy Dalton can survive in those towns a little bit longer than they could in other right. so-called football city or where there's an expectation of winning more. Um, but I agree with you. I, I said before the season, I said over and over again, A.J. McCarron is going to start a game not due to Andy Dalton, uh, not, not due to a Dalton injury, and that's still afloat. I could, I, if he, if Dalton stinks it up this week, I, I, I don't know how you could run him back out there. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. It's tough when, it, when you've got a quarterback like that. I was talking with a, a fellow Dolphins fan yesterday and you know, kind of getting to the point where Ryan Tannehill is almost the most frustrating quarterback or one of those guys because – I, and I said it when we talked in free agency period this year and you were adamant that the Bengals should look at replacing Dalton. Mm-hmm. My point was you have to know that you're going to get someone that's better than the guy that you've got. Otherwise, it's a foolish thing to do. And I don't know I agree very with much that. about this free agency class and I don't know very much about this draft class. But there's nothing more frustrating than having a guy you know is never going to be a top 10 quarterback but is, but is good enough not to be you know, Mark Sanchez in New York type embarrassing mm-hmm. because then you you have to ask yourself the question, are we absolutely positive that we can get a guy better? Well, you know, I think the answer to that is the one that exactly when we were having this conversation in the summer, Mike Vick. Now you oh. see, yes, Mike Vick. You think the Bengals wouldn't be better with Mike Vick right now? No. 
You 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 don't believe that overall, assuming think good my, health for I think, him. I think the games that they wouldn't be five three and one. They wouldn't be as good as five three and one if Mike Vick were their quarterback. No, because I think the games. I think Mike Vick will make a will make a mistake in some of the games that Andy Dalton didn't make a mistake. How say you, Eh? I, I at this point, I would rather have Andy Dalton. I, I feel like there's a lot more upside ah. there. I, Michael Vick is what Michael. I'm not Vick talking is about 2015. Yeah. I'm talking about for 2014. Yeah, well, this Bengals hey, team man, would be superior. Remember when we, you know, we did this little thing on Thursday Night Football? I said, "Hey, I could name 50 quarterbacks in NFL history better than Michael Vick right now." And you said, "Okay, do it." And so I wrote them down on a note card. So I think my opinion on Michael Vick is is. Pretty, I don't. I don't think yeah. Michael Vick is one of the top 50 QBs ever. May, well, do I or do I not? I don't know about that, but I do think he's better than Andy Dalton. Drew Staten, break this tie, even though it's not a tie. It's well, two to one. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to throw uh, throw stats. So just deal with it, uh, Hank. But uh, <clears throat> but uh, what I think is interesting <laughs> is how, how about Hugh? Ja- how about Hugh Jackson and all this? That really all he had to do was walk into the season and just stay the course and have get this team to the playoffs and he was the next you know hot right. coordinator I, i've been tweeting that hugh who day hugh day i keep saying that with the, 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 this guy well, was destined to be an nfl head coach in 2015 because he was going to turn this offense around he's not exactly All right. In, in fairness in fairness they lost marvin jones they lost tyler eifert they lost a couple of their guys that they were relying on I, let me may, pull he, up Marvin the Jones rosters was, of 31 other teams and see if they've had any. No, I, no, no, no. I, I understand that. I'm just saying, you know, that's your number one tight end because Jermaine Gresham is what he mm-hmm. is at this point. And Jones was your number two, not Sanu. So, I mean, you know. there's there's four guys turning it over at a higher clip than uh, Andy Dalton this year. It's Blake Bortles, Kirk Cousins, Geno Smith, and Nick Foles. See, that's good company. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next game here. And I'm going to float this one out here. I just want to see if uh, if either uh, Handsome or EH wants to join me in this uh, this bold prediction here. I say that Sean Hill and the St. Louis Rams are going to beat the Broncos this weekend. Anybody want to want to jump in there with me? You know, that's a funny one, Dave. This morning I went onto NFL.com slash Pick'em to make my picks. Well, I actually made them on Tuesday. And I've discovered that I had picked the Rams and I had very clearly, you know, gone and had that had that almost the same thought but when I made it Austin Davis was the quarterback this morning I switched it back because really that's funny yeah. I, I just think that the, the the Rams pass rush looks like what you thought the Rams pass rush was going to look like and uh, the Broncos are beaten up they almost signed but Richie Incognito this week I'm with you but the problem the problem that I see is that you still have to you're still going to have to score a number of points let's call it 25 to beat the Broncos. Even if your defense does everything right, the Broncos are probably going to score more than 20, more than 25 points. I don't think the Rams' offense can do that. All right. Next game, I'm going to uh, – so I'll stick my neck out with the uh, with the Rams there. Next game, this is a juicy one, fellas. EH, I'm going to start with you, the defending champions at the Chiefs. You know, fellas, I, I really wanted to pick Seattle, but I, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to go with Kansas City. I Why think. did you want to pick Seattle? Because I still think Seattle's an excellent team. Uh, I think I really do. I think all the way around, top to bottom, they're just not sexy at the spots that people want them to be sexy at sometimes. But uh, I, I just like Kansas City to win this game. And, and it's going to be interesting for Russell That's Wilson. That's an ironic thing you just said since uh, since uh, a black tie behind the glass knows one thing that is sexy about those Seahawks. Hey, I'm Russell Wilson, and I throw a sexy deep ball. That's a black tie loves the sexy deep ball. Hasn't right been arm. that great last few weeks, Hasn't though. Been yeah, that that. Wonder what happened there. Wait, yeah. Doug Baldwin isn't yeah. a sufficient number one wide receiver? <laughs> no. His deep so. ball, I swear, he throws a deep ball just like Jeff Blake. I say it all the time. I know Jeff Blake may have been a lesser quarterback, but they throw the exact same deep ball. Have you ball. got the Jeff Blake sexy deep ball? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> up. Up. You know no, who I else did? It. We've talked about him before. Who else threw a great one of the all-time great deep balls? Jay Schrader. Oh. Hi, I'm what Jay Schrader, cannon. and I got a sexy deep ball. <laughs> <laughs> Are you keeping your challenge flag in your pocket? Well, or? let me tell you something, Elliot. You pick the Chiefs, and the Chiefs wear red. Mm-hmm. And my red challenge flag is staying in my pocket. Ah! Uh, I also have picked the Chiefs. I picked the Chiefs, too. What's going on here? That we're picking we all the... agree on the Chiefs. Imagine the if I would have told you. Imagine on. if I would have told you on September 20th-ish. <laughs> That oh yeah we all we're all taking the Chiefs over the Seahawks yeah yeah everybody's everybody's in lockstep on that one Drew Staten 
Got any uh, insight for us on this? Well, one? here's a couple things going for the Seahawks: is no one throws a higher percentage of the passes shorter than five yards downfield than the Chiefs. They're throwing 57 percent of their passes short, and the Seahawks are one of the fine. Best. That's not so. That's playing. That's going. That's staying well, away from their area of strength. But the Seahawks are one of the best at limiting yards after the catch. They're in the top ten there. And while they've allowed 100 yards rushing in three of their four road games, they've allowed under four yards per rush in all four of those. So. You know, most of those yards that you know people are going to see, oh, we'll just run on them, have come you know after teams have got the lead, and I just don't, you know, is Kansas City really going to come out to a hot start and build a big lead on the Seahawks? Hello, I mean, I buy that you can run on them. Brandon Meebane is a massive loss for that team. The idea mm-hmm. that they're de- again, we we get caught up in the idea the Seahawks have a great defense. Yeah, if you start taking pieces away from that defense, just the guys that put just by putting the uniform on, you aren't suddenly uh, imbued with the talent of the guys you're replacing. I mean, the, Brandon Meebane's out. He's their run stuffer. Jamal Charles should be able to run on that team. Ergo, all right, next game, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Like I say. This one, intriguing, of course. I think it's pretty easy to pick. Eagles with Mark Sanchez, Aaron Rodgers of the Packers. EH, I'll say you. Uh, I, I'm going with Green Bay at home, but I don't think that this game is a blowout. I think it's 34-21, to be specific. That's a good score. Handsome. I am also picking the Packers. You may have heard me say it would be a blowout earlier. I the, the, the only thing that gives me pause here is the Packers have consistently over the last two years been a team that, that flatters to deceive occasionally, oh. puts up, puts up a, an amazing um, uh, performance like they did last Sunday night, and then will come out and inexplicably kind of just look stinky, almost as stinky <laughs> as Elliot. Um, the following Using week. all big words and then <laughs> the stinky. Well, I wanted to get a stinky like jab in on, <laughs> on Elliot. There. Truth is, I really don't smell. All right, well, all right, listen, well our listeners, the judge our listeners will be the judge of that. That's you, smelling to deceive. Can you smell that? That's what I call. Um, lay it on us there, Drew <laughs> Stanton. Anything? Right um, I mean, obviously, for the Eagles to be successful, Sanchez is going to have to you know, maintain what he did last week, but he was only hit once last week, and the Packers have had 33 QB hits in their last five games, and they're top five in takeaways, so he's not going to have that same clean pocket that he had going up against Carolina. You know, like a lot of teams that make deep playoff runs in the 21st century, like you just said there, Drew Statton, they're not a shutdown defense in Green Bay, but they're taking the ball away, making plays on both sides is what matters. You need playmakers. They have an abundance of that defensively. I wonder what they'll do with Clay Matthews. He, I mean, that was one of the most individually dynamic performances you could see. We Our, he's Sanchez. playing against his, his brother this week, Casey Matthews. We thought Whedon gave us a better shot of winning. <laughs> duh, duh. Um, all right, a couple more real quick here. Like I say, a bevy of dandy games. I don't know why you guys aren't as excited as I am. Let's do this one. The Lions at the Cardinals. Handsome Hank, how say you? I have predicted that the Lions will go on the road and beat the Cardinals. Very interesting. I mean, listen, this is uh, you talk about a coin flip of a game. You know what? I uh, I eat leafy greens, and I'm uh, going to have to pull out my red challenge flag out of my pocket. Yes. Yes, but finally. Leafy greens. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I don't either. But I can smell the leafy greens that you can eat. <laughs> yes, I bet you can, coming through my pores. Yep. Late, what, what, yes. What's the reason? So, why don't you well, tell us why? Stinky. You know, Drew Statton and I were going over this uh, yesterday and or the other day, right? And we were trying to figure out why are the Cardinals. Why do you have these these meetings? These clandestine meetings. Why don't I get it? I I don't need them. I don't need the stats of Statton to do it. I just use my gut. Well, I used I used my gut, but one of the things that the Cardinals are doing so well is they're not turning the ball over and they're forcing turnovers. And the crazy stat that that I found was that in the fourth quarter. This year, the Cardinals are plus 11 in turnovers. That is an amazing turnover differential for that one is. quarter of play. They're making the plays when they have to make them, and they're at home. If they were in Detroit, I would take the Lions. By the way, guys, I'm, Lions fans have been all over me for not ranking them higher. The Lions have won by four, one, one. I mean, when have you seen Detroit go out and control a game? They haven't controlled a game since week one uh, in that doubleheader, that Monday night doubleheader against the Giants. By the way, you should uh, go. I keep promoting it because uh, I'm a shill. And uh, uh, the NFL Now, DDFP TV, Elliot Harrison, Handsome Hank, join us on that one. Sorry, Drew. You'll get a call the next time. Thanks. Or at some point. Or not. Um, I do lay out the NFC seeds for you and justify team by team who's making it. Does Detroit win the North? 
Did you, oh, should I spoil it, man? Uh, I shouldn't tell you. Should spoil spoil it. Black tie? Just one don't division winner? No, okay. Don't I mind. will tell you this. The Arizona Cardinals will defeat the Detroit Lions this week, and I'll leave it at that. Well, I'll leave it at this. 22-17 is your final score in that one. Um, yeah, the Lions are continue even with Calvin Johnson out there. They're, they're not a good team, but they're if, not if, an offensive juggernaut, which you they watched, should be. If you watch the first four series of them against the Dolphins last week, and you saw what the uh, the Lions defensive line were able to do against mm-hmm. the Dolphins offensive line, that at that point still had Brandon Albert in there, I don't think that Drew Stanton or Drew Stanton will be able to stand in the pocket. And you know, given that he is not he, the one thing that. The knock on him is that he hasn't been accurate. I think he's going to have a hard time, and he'll turn the mm. ball but over he's at least mobile. two or three times. But he's he is, mo- he, he may is be mobile. mobile. Things break down too quick to be able to do anything. Could be, about. could be. But they're not the concern for me. The concern for me is Matt Stafford. I mean, I, I think sure. he's really the X factor, maybe for the 2014 season, legitimately, uh, more than anybody in the league because Very their, their, their defense is is outstanding. They got Calvin Johnson back. I think Golden Tate, is safe to say, has exceeded everyone, including his own family's expectations. He's got 66 catches yep. this year. That's uh, another reason why I keep knocking down the Seahawks. Cannot, Golden Tate, Percy Harvin, is that? It's also Golden Tate. Yes, but they cannot run the ball. They cannot run the ball. I know Miami's front seven is good, but they haven't been able to run the ball against weak teams. No, I mean, but, it, it, but, but, maybe Drew Statton can support me on this. But Speaking of Percy Harvin's style X-Factors, they need Reggie Bush to be healthy. Need, but he's, sure. and he's, he's not going to really, be healthy. Uh, hey, year season. nine, fellas, for Reggie Bush, just FYI. Yeah. You know. All right, Drew Statton, you got anything for us here? Um, well, <clears throat> I mean, as far as Stanton being a mobile quarterback, Ryan Tannehill is also a mobile quarterback, and they it's absolutely true. blanked him. Um, but Early I think on. you can just turn this – you can watch some other games, turn this one on in the fourth quarter. Because, like EH said, they're, they got a plus. Cardinals have a plus turnover differential. They're outscoring their opponents by 57 points in the fourth quarter, and the Lions keep winning all their all these games during this win streak in the fourth quarter. So, you know, I think grab some grab some chips, maybe some. Uh, what were the what were the the crisps that you brought us? Maybe try and find some some rat, oh, the ranch raccoon. raccoon. Oh, yep. those were del- you know snack on some of those. Turn it on in the fourth quarter. And get then, some Schne- some Snyder's of uh, of uh, Hanover pretzels mm. too, though. Those get some of those big uh, thick ones. And then maybe disgusting. maybe you can watch Golden Tate catch a game winning touchdown. Who was, by the way, drafted by the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, right. in two thousand seven. Eh has to run, so uh, we'll wrap it up with this one. But I will say, Detroit at Arizona, perhaps the uniform matchup of the week. Hey, it's a nice. Oh, one. it's a good one. Check out our now and then. Be good stuff. All right, it will. Quickly, EH, before you run out the door, Patriots, Colts, how say you? I'm going Patriots on the road in oh, Indianapolis. Okay, interesting. Handsome Hank, how say you? I am once again in lockstep with my um, odorful <laughs> colleague. Um, Stinky it, Harrison. Stinky there Harrison and I agree again. I say the Patriots are going to win it on the road in, in Indianapolis. Too. You're both wrong. The Colts are going to the Colts are going to win and I say 31-27 just because the Colts and Patriots play close games and I feel right. like Sunday night has a uh, has an exciting game um, lined up here just uh, based on the law of averages. Then again, I could just see the the uh, the the Colts whipping them. I could see the Colts beating them by you know a couple of but touchdowns. But you couldn't see the Patriots whipping the no, Colts. No, no. Mm. I I I feel mm. like Rob Gronkowski will have to be a major factor and likely will what be. What makes you think he wouldn't be? I mean, I think I I think even if he has eight catches and 120 yards and a touchdown or two, I still think the Colts are just if, if it gets into shootout style, I think the Colts will run past them. Well, if, if Gronk does that, he'll pass Ben Coates for the most touchdowns by a Patriots tight end in uh, franchise history. And he's Ben t- Coates is still holding on to that he's, record. He's over clinging Gronk. on. He has. Huh. They both currently have uh, have 50. But he's riding his coat's tail right Ooh. now. Oh. But well l- done. L- luck now has, that that stench is out of no, here, no, it's really me to think. A- helping Handsome think here, yeah. Luck has seven picks in his two games against the Patriots. So. Well, he has a ton of picks against anybody he plays. That's his, hey, uh, that's his demo. Okay. Hey, Drew, what's um, Belichick's record coming off of buys? Um, 104. What? All right. See, I don't. I don't go on that kind of. Nonsense. I would have thought I that would my... be a good. I I have thought that would be a good stat to be able to bring to it something like a podcast. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Wow. Do you have anything to say back there? Bad stat. No, I mean apparently everything that I prepared, it, you know, was pretty meaningless. So I'll just let Hank do my do my research for me. You don't want to mess with somebody who's in a chopper gang like Drew Statton there, <laughs> handsome Hank. Mind your P's and Q's, I will. fellas. I'm sorry. All right, we'll wrap it up uh, there. I uh, just real quick, who do you think is going to win DC and Tampa Bay? 
Should I start RG3? I have my other QB options. Here are my QB options. What do you think? And drop me a line, uh, hashtag DDFP. But I asked the room and black tie behind the glass as well. RG3 against uh, Tampa. Jay Cutler against, who did the Bears have again? The Vikings. The the Vikes. Or um, Andy Dalton in New Orleans. That is an awful trio. I know it's an awful trio. That's, 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 I didn't, that's I didn't called, ask if it's a good collection. I'd ask you, should I start? That's called what's on the waiver wire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? If hey, Mark hey, Sanchez is available, I might pick him up. I like uh, RG3 in this matchup. I don't. I Maybe. think he's going to have a good game. Dave, what? Uh, I mean, you you mentioned Cutler and and the Bears Vikings game. I'm just intrigued by what you think is going to happen in in that one because that was a tough one for me to pick. It's one of those ones that um you th- you're like I'm going to give the Bears one more mm-hmm. shot, but actually I'm not. I pick the Vikings. Well, I I'd love to see if Drew Statton could cook up some numbers on this. Don't teams? This is completely anecdotal, but doesn't it? It, it feels to me like when a team gets humiliated. On on television, an NFL team in this day and age, let's say over the last year or two, when a team just gets, you know, housed and, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, people are calling for the jobs of the coaches and for the quarterback and everything else, that team tends to bounce back and deliver a respectable performance. So it shall be for the Bears. All right. At home. No? I mean, I can't whip that up like right that's now. that's true? I can bring that back next week. I'm also tempted to take the Panthers at home against the Falcons for the same reason, except the Falcons are only a game out of first place in that uh, atrocious division. And they can be only the second team with a five-game losing streak in a season to make the playoffs. Let me give you one more um, one more bold prediction here. Houston Texans with Ryan Mallett at QB will go into Cleveland and win that game. It's wow. a little bit too. All of a sudden, the Browns are so good that they can't get upset at home by a, a halfway decent team with – what I assume will be a healthy pass rush with Clowney and Watt, and I like that whip on Mallet. I think uh, this points to a what people will be saying on Sunday night. Who saw this one coming? Dave Damashek, that's who. Real quick, anybody got a pick on Mississippi State at Bama? Oh, we're not we're not going to pick Michigan's remaining games. No, we're not. Okay. Bama is going to whip them. Yeah. I don't think it right. Yeah, Bama. They're, they're, they're going to take it to them. All right. Is that it, Black Tie? You want to wrap it up here? That is it. I would ask for, you know, EPO predictions, but that's I don't know what that means. Break. No one knows who that is. Oh, I do, come on, guys. I do have a stat of the week. 2014. I, I, I need to get in. Is that is that okay? Please, no, I act like you don't know soccer anymore. I didn't say I don't I, I I don't I can't say anything intelligible about the EPL. I don't know anybody in it except Wayne Rooney. He's in it, right? You can name five players. Go right now. No, name five players in English soccer. Yeah, you can. I could not name five guys in the uh, EPL. Five guys? Hank, how about you? Maybe three. Oh. I, I legitimately, I'm not proud to say this, I couldn't name five guys in know, major soccer leagues right now. I do know that last weekend um, when the uh, Cowboys and Jags played in London, uh, there's a great photo of Jerry Jones meeting Jose Mourinho, the Chelsea manager. I think it's Especially Josie. Like, I Can I tell you something? I did watch <laughs> the 30 for 30 on Diego Maradona. Did you see that, Black Tie? I haven't seen that yet, no. You must find this, if only for, and just hear my words, people, you must find this documentary. It's terrific, as all those 30 for 30s are. But they have the Argentinian play-by-play guy calling the action. They have the clips of him in 1986, and his calls are just off the charts. Right. As he's running down the field, he hasn't even scored the goal yet. He is a god. Look at him go. We are lucky to watch him. And then he scores the goal. He's like, I am crying right now watching this. You know, it's it's um, it's if you don't like Homer announcers, then don't. What, uh, what was his analysis of when Diego Maradona used his hand to <laughs> oh, score a goal against England? That's why you know Hank's English. The there hand of God. That bothered you. Is that did that turn you off? If that didn't happen, I remember it happening. How about an NFL and Hank, a, a soccer NFL? <laughs> if the, yeah, if the hand that, of God hadn't happened, happened, would Handsome be in the UK right now, walking yeah, around possible. in Arsenal gear or whatever? Possible. Yeah. Is that yeah. your team, Arsenal? No. Man U? No. Tottenham. Liverpool? No. What is it? West Ham. Oh, you're a West Ham guy. Yikes. Yikes. My, my brother's a big Chelsea guy, and I won't be able to look him in the eye on Thanksgiving if I don't drop some, some names. So, <laughs> you, do they do they still – is Drogba still on the team? Why, he is. He came back. And checks the backup goalie. They, they're starting <laughs> a new goalie now. I like you choosing they still have Oscar. Your favorite yep. kind That's of That's enough. Well, ham is delicious. Ham so is delicious. reason enough West to choose. West ham sounds good. <laughs> I don't care. East, west, south. 
I don't care. Ham's always ugly getups though. West Ham does. It's like North Carolina blue and purple. It's really strange. Ah, sounds like uh, Charlotte Hornets is what you just described there. All right. Well, listen. I hope everybody enjoys the weekend. No matter how down you are, just remember, at least you're not on the Los Angeles Lakers. Right? Right, yeah. Black Tie? What an embarrassment that is. All right, listen. Handsome Hank, by the time most people are listening, the uh, the fate of your Dolphins over the course of uh, 2014 will be known because whoever loses this game is probably out of things. Best wishes to you. Thank you. Drew Stat- Statton, thanks for uh, paying us a visit here. And uh, thanks for shelving, for the most part, the bad attitude. The bad yeah, stat attitude, no I problem. say. And let me, let me just get one thing in for Ian. He hit me up on Twitter about which week is the best to have a bye week. And, uh, well, Later is always better. That's what you'd think. But week, uh, statistically, the combined record of teams that have a week four bye week since 2000, in the last five seasons since 2009, the best, week four. That's and I'm throwing out week 12 because there's only been four and they were all last but wait, year. What, they have a better record. That's because they play more games. No, 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 no. It's a combined record of the season for a team that has a I bye see. week that week. Week four is the best, but then back I to don't you. Buy any week, of that. week 11, second best. Week 10, third best. I, uh, that's, I, don't, I don't even know what to make of that. That's, well, a, that's a nonsense stat. Oh, come mind. on, player. Yes, thank you. Um, all right, well, listen. <laughs> I'll leave you with this. Um... Yeah, go watch the uh, DDFP TV, right? Black Tie, Black That's Tie right. works hard on it. 7 p.m. Eastern, Thursdays, and it's also going to be available in NFL Now. All right, so listen, enjoy that. Enjoy Week 11. We'll be back after it's finished to look back upon it and look ahead to Week 12. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you when you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota. Let's go places. Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com.